Welcome back to Chew the Bible. We're now at Romans 5, reading out of the Amplified Version. Results of Justification. Therefore, since we have been justified, that is, acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God by faith, let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed. Through him, we also have access by faith into his remarkable state of grace in which we firmly and safely and securely stand. Let us rejoice in our hope and the confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God, the manifestation of his excellence and power. And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships knowing that hardship, distress, pressure, trouble produces patient endurance. And endurance, proven character. Pay attention. Oh, this is like a good memory verse, right? Yeah. And endurance, proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character, hope, and confident assurance of eternal salvation. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Verse 6, while we were still helpless, powerless to provide for our salvation, at the right time Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. Now it is an extraordinary thing for one to willingly give his life even for an upright man, though perhaps for a good man. One who is noble and selfless and worthy, someone might even dare to die. Someone like Billy Graham, that's always my go-to example. Yeah, it's one thing for Jesus to die for somebody like Billy Graham because he deserves it. He was a good guy, more than a good guy. He was a patron saint. He's the example, like the gold standard of what it means to be a Christian and an evangelist. But God clearly shows and proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us even died for somebody like jeffrey dahmer or you fill in the blank somebody who's done some evil stuff therefore since we have now been justified declared free Therefore, in verse 9, therefore, now, since we have now been justified, declared free of the guilt of sin by his blood, how much more certain is it that we be saved from the wrath of God through him? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, it is much more certain, having been reconciled, that we will be saved from the consequences of sin by his life. That is, we will be saved because Christ lives today. Verse 11, not only that, but we also rejoice in God, rejoicing in his love and perfection through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received and enjoy our reconciliation with God. 
Verse 12, therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all people, no one being able to stop it or escape its power because they all sinned. Sinned was, sin was committed in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone when there is no law against it. Yet death ruled over mankind from Adam to Moses, the lawgiver, even over those who had not sinned, as Adam did. Adam is a type of him, Christ, who was to come. But in reverse, Adam brought destruction. Christ brought salvation. Verse 15, but the free gift of God is not like the trespasses because the gift of grace overwhelms the fall of man. For if many died by one man's trespass, Adam's sin, much more abundantly did God's grace and the gift that comes by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to benefit the many. Nor is the gift of grace like that which came through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, the judgment following the sin resulted from one trespass and brought condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift resulted from many trespasses and brought justification, the release from sin's penalty for those who believe. For if by the trespass of the one Adam, death reigned through the one Adam, much more surely will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in eternal life through the one Jesus Christ. That's a lot. Verse 18, so then as through one trespass, Adam's sin, there resulted condemnation for all men. Even so, through one act of righteousness, therefore resulted justification of life to all men. For just as through one man's disobedience, his failure to hear his carelessness, his failures, failureness to hear his carelessness, and many were made sinners, so through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous and acceptable to God and brought into right standing with him. So, yeah, all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All That's like the best explanation. Some people to call it the terrible twos. It's like, no. It's, we're all born sinners. My kids were born sinners. I was born a sinner. You don't have to teach a child to disobey God, to sin, to disobey his parents. It's just in our nature. The first words kids learn is no. <laughs> yeah, rebellious. Verse 20, but the law came to increase and expand the awareness of the trespass by defining and unmasking sin. But where sin increased, this is a very powerful scripture here and sometimes hard for me to actually believe. But where sin increased, God's remarkable, gracious gift of grace, his unmerited favor has surpassed it and increased all the more. So even though we live in a world filled with sin and it can seems like the sin keeps getting greater and greater, right? Where sin abounds, God's grace abounds. So that as sin reigned in death, so also grace would reign through righteousness, which brings eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8 says, But God 
demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.